This episode contains adult language, mature situations, a new interpretation of the magical girl subgenre, characters with severe PTSD, evil cute-looking plush fairies, special ops teams pretending to be maid cafes, horrible gore, and unsettling concepts. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 403, Magical Girl Spec Op Asuka. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well during this very unique time of the year. Hope things are going great. And more importantly, I hope that you've been reading some awesome manga. Things have been going pretty good. I've been getting some really cool stuff. And I am excited to talk about today's episode. But beforehand, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is some podcasts and vanguard reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives, where every episode we talk about one to two geeky topics. And I tell you the pros and cons about it, since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the actual design of the manga, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And we have all of our different shows, including our manga review, movie review, game review, television Tuesday, our book corner reviews, and our game on series where we talk about new board games, which you can all find at the various sites. And Remember to like and subscribe, and if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can either A, email me at zan, that's xan at spyrokin.com, or you can join our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash spyradiscord, that's S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. And you can join and comment on the episode, or you can actually recommend things for me to review. You can also look at the Wheel of Manga and post things you want to do on that. Also stay tuned because we will be doing some really cool stuff for the various people for, well, something's coming up. We'll talk about that in a bit. But let's get to it, shall we? Because we've got a lot to talk about because we've got some really cool news, some that's really good and some that's really rough. So let's get to it. And the big news of today, the one which made me so excited and so just like I was in great mood for it, was that the winners of the 66th Shogakukan Manga Awards have been announced. Each winning title is going to be honored with a bronze statuette and a prize of 1 million yen. That's 9,000 US dollars. And it's in four categories. And we've got some great titles that won. Now, the winner of Best Children's Manga is Dual Master Series by Shijinobu Matsumoto. And this is serialized by Korokoro Comics. So that's Shoga Kuken. Um, the other one for Best Children's Manga was Chocolat no Maho, The Magic of Chocolate by Rino Mizuho, serialized in Chow Magazine. That's also Shogakukan. Now, fun fact, this series is getting a live-action adaptation in a movie, and it's a horror series. It's pretty cool. I actually want to check this series out a little bit. So, for next, we have the winners of the best shonen manga, and we've got two, again, and that's going to be Teasing Master Tagaki-san, or Karaki Josu no Tagaki-san, by Sochiro Yamamoto. This was serialized in Monthly Shonen Sunday, released also by Shogakukan, and we've reviewed this manga. And the other one is one that everyone's talking about, and that's Chainsaw Man. 
That's by Tatsuki Fujimoto and serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump. So it's something different. It's not Shokokuken. It is Shuisha released this. So that is cool, but those are the best shonen mangas. Now, for shoujo, there's only one series they're talking about, and that is Yuzuki Sancho no Yon Kyodai, or The Four Brothers of the Yuzuki Household. This is by Shizuku Fujisawa, and this is serialized in Betsukami magazine, and that is, again, Shogakuken. So with the exception of Shuisha right now, it seems like Shogakuken is running the gambit. So finally, we have the best general manga. Generally, this is Senen series or other series which are very unique. Jose series are in there. And for general manga, they've got two very popular series. The first one is Dead Dead Demons Destruction. This is by Inuo Asano. And this is serialized in Weekly Big Spirits magazine. That's Shogakuken. And this one, fun fact, is a unique series by Inuo Asano where he kind of subverts expectations and goes super commercial with that series. Uh, anyway, and the last one for the award winners is Hokyozumo Kobanjoshi no Gyokushu, or Hokozomo, a police box woman's counterattack. This is by Miko Yaso and serialized in Morning Magazine, and that's Konancha. So we've got a nice mix of companies. We have Kuken, Shuisha, and Konancha, and some great titles that go all over the place. Now, out of the ones I've read, I've only read um, TZ Master Tagaki-san. I did peruse Dead Demon... Uh, Dead Dead Demons D -D -D Destruction, which is a weird series about aliens in a world. But I would definitely put all of these on our Wheel of Manga to review. I might do that still. We'll see. But these are the winners, and congratulations to all of them and everyone who was nominated. So, now let's get to some licensing news. And we've got two companies that have licensed stuff. The first one is Seven Seas. Now, Seven Seas has licensed the Sarah Zamai Anthology Manga Collection. Now, this is based on... Kunihiko Ikuhara's Sarazan Mai TV anime series. Now, this is going to be released in a large trim single volume in print and digital forms this June. So that's June 2021. And it's going to feature more than a dozen short stories based on the manga, or sorry, by the anime, by various creators. Now, this franchise has been described as, after accidentally breaking a statue of a mystical kappa, Junior high students Kazuki, Toy, and Enta are transformed into Kappa themselves as punishment by Kepi, Prince of the Kappa Kingdom. Kepi has a task for the boys if they want their bodies back. Work for him to hunt down zombie Kappa born out of twisted human desires? Even scarier, though, they're going to have to expose their own deepest fears and desires to each other to do so. Explore the surreal modern folktale of fan-favorite anime in 2019 like never before in this collection of all-new short manga by various creators. So if you're a fan of Sarah Zanmai, this might be for you. So the other company that has licensed stuff is Yen Press, and they have licensed several titles, five manga series, and three light novels. And what is, they've picked up are, first, The Detective is Already Dead, Tatewa mo Shinderu, and this is written by Nigojiu, and illustrated by Yumi Boz, and this is coming out June 2021, and the synopsis of this is, Kimitsuka Kimihiko was the assistant to a beautiful detective named Siesta, until Siesta died anyway. Now, Kimitsuka has encountered a girl who bears an uncanny resemblance to his former boss. This seems kind of cool, it's a little different, and it's not an izakai, so that's cool. 
Next one is, I'm the villainous daughter, so I'm keeping the last boss. Uh, or, Akuyaku Reho Nanodo, last boss o kate mimashita. And this is written by Sarasa Nagasi and illustrated by Mai Mirasaki, coming out July 2021. And this is typical Izakai series. And when Eileen regains her memories of her past life, she realizes she's doomed to get out of her situation. She decides to capture the heart of the demon lord. Bum, bum, bum. So this is a twist on the I'm the Villainous series. Doesn't sound as intriguing as my next life as a villainous. This one just seems more, I don't know. Sounds just like they want to go more romantic in a weird way. So, who knows. Um, the next title is Spy Classroom or Spy Kyoshitetsu. This is written by Takimachi and illustrated by Tomari. Uh, first five is coming out July 2021. And this is about the world's greatest spy who creates an organization dedicated to tackling missions considered impossible. Though it remains to be seen why the seven members of this group all have no experience. This seems like a lot of fun and the art style looks a lot like Spy X Family or Spy Family. So I want to read this. It's going to be good, I think. And the next title is Captivated by You or Muchusa Kimini. This is written by Yama Wayama. The first volume out is, again, July 2021. And... The synopsis for this series is high school relations are moody, quirky, and full of surprises, but most of all, they're downright captivating. No idea what it's about, but it sounds like it's going to be a unique romance series. I hope it's like in the vein of Boys B where it's an anthology series, but I could be wrong. We'll wait and see. Next title is The Maid I Recently Hired is Mysterious, Saiken Yotota Maid Ga Ayashi, written by Wakame Konbu. This is coming out June 2021, and the synopsis for this is, I hired a maid who has something about her I just can't put my finger on. Sure, she looks great and is a fabulous cook, but something about her is not quite right. What have I gotten myself into? I have no idea what this one is about. She could be an assassin. She could be a prostitute. Who knows? Have to wait and see on that one. Um, the next title is, The Whole of Humanity Has Gone Yuri Except for Me, Watashi Igai Jinryu Zenai Yuri. Uh, this is written by Hiroki Haruse, uh, coming out June 2021. And this is, Marika Juno has somehow ended up in a world where only women exist, which she discovers one morning when she sees two girls kissing each other on the way to school. Meh. It's a Yuri series. Could be good, could be bad. Who knows? Um, next one is Farewell to My Altar, Sayonar Altar. This is written by Neo Nakatani. First volume out in June 2021. Um, the synopsis from beloved Yuri mangaka Nio Nakatani, who wrote Bloom Into You and Eclair, comes a new collection of short stories and illustrations. So it's a nice little uh, anthology series. This one kind of should be intriguing. And the last title is The Eminence in Shadow, Kagi no Jishiyoro Kusha ni Narikakute. This is written by Henri Sakano, coming out July 2021. And the final synopsis is, there's only one thing in the world Sid wants to be, and it's not some bland protagonist or the final boss. He has his eyes set on becoming a mastermind working in the shadows. This one seems kind of cool. This is, I don't want to be the big boss, I want to be the guy manipulating everything. So this could be really cool if it's not Nizakai. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm really hoping it's not Nizakai. 
So that's the licensing news. Let's actually get to some of the general news. Uh, it's actually not that much. We're almost done with this. So first off, on February 19th, Mangaka Seiman Duman of the Venyak Hotel series is launching a new manga titled Vivarium de Choshoku, or Breakfast at the Vivarium. This is going to be released in Young Champion Red Magazine. The manga centers on three friends who meet up at morning to get to the bottom of their town's seven mysteries. On February 18th, Hiroshi Shibashi, the mangaka of Naru uh, Rise of the Yokai Clan, is launching a new manga titled Iwamoto Senpai no Shusen, or Upperclassman Iwamoto's Recommendation. This can be released in Shuisha's Ultra Jump magazine. And the manga is based on an earlier one-shot that had the same name. So if you've read the one-shot, this is just more of that. Um, on February 13th, um, Ayo Sakasaka, the mangaka who created Blue Spring Ride, is launching a new manga titled Sakura Saku, or The Cherry Blossom Bloom. This can be released in Shuisha's Basetsu Margaret magazine. Now, this manga is going to center on a girl named Saki who thinks of herself as always just blending in with the crowd. At her high school entrance ceremony, she looks for a boy named Sakura who has helped her before. When she finds Haruki Sakura, she feels destiny tugging at them both. This is going to be romantic and intriguing. Also on February 13th in Basatsu Margaret magazine, Mikey Miyoshima, the mangaka from My Boy in Blue, Another series starting with Blue, weird, is launching a new t manga titled Yorunoshita de Machiawase, or Rendezvous Under the Night. The manga is going to have a color opening page and will feature on the issue's front cover. And the manga focuses on Minato, a girl who has no friends but one day encounters a handsome guy who comes from another world. Is he an alien or is he something else? Who knows? Now, starting on January 25th and then continuing over the next three weeks, Weekly Shonen Jump will launch four new manga titles. The first man new manga will launch uh, on the 25th and is going to be titled uh, Nege Joso no Wakigema, or The Young Lord Who Is Skilled at Escaping. This is going to be written by Yusei Matsui, and it's going to have 52 pages in the first chapter, and it's uh, Escaping Historical Facts story centering on a hero who has been lost to history and is now unknown as a history buff i'm intrigued by this but also confused so we'll see how this goes the following week kazuo inoka will launch a manga titled itereshi uh spelling not confirmed and this is going to be released on february 1st uh kenta shinohara is launching a new manga titled watch witch in the 10th issue which is on february 8th and then writer Yuki Kamata and artist Ashiba Fukui will launch a manga titled Clones Ball Parade on February 15th. So we've got four titles to look forward to. And I'm interested in the first one and the third one. Because Watch Witch sounds kind of cool. And definitely The Young Lord Who Is Skilled at Escaping. Because it sounds like an escape artist story. Anyway, on January 21st, spinoff of Nobuyuki Fukumoto's Kaiji Manga will debut in Kodansha's Morning Magazine. It's going to center on Seiyu Ichijo, and the magazine teased an incomplete version of the title in which zero represents obscured text. So it says 0000, zero, zero, zero Roku Ichijo. Now, uh, Tensei Higawara is writing the story, and Tomoto Miyoshi and 
Yoshiaki Seto are drawing the manga. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Seiya is the manager of a casino and the creator of the pachinko machine named the Bog that no one could beat except Kaiji because Kaiji is crazy. Uh, last bit of news. On January 9th, Yu Higuri launched the Seketsu no O to Utsukushiki Tobosa manga adaptation of Abby Green's A Christmas Bride for the King novel in Harlequin Japan's Harlequin Original Magazine. Yes, Harlequin has come to manga. So all those trashy Harlequin stories is now in manga form. Now this story centers on the younger brother of the hero of in Green's A Diamond in the Sheik's Mistress novel, which received a manga adaptation titled Koko no O no Ayamachi in the magazine last year. Now, A Christmas Bride for the King has been described as reluctant ruler Sheik Salam A-Nori would rather abdicate than taint his realm with his dark secret until one exquisitely beautiful diplomat is hired to persuade him to reconsider the throne. Christmas means heartbreak to Charlotte McQuillan, so working abroad over the festive season is the perfect getaway. But Salim proves to be her most challenging client yet, as his rugged masculinity awakens untouched Charlotte to unimaginable pleasures. Soon, Salim accepts that he alone can bear the weight of the crown, and his first proclamation is to make Charlotte his Christmas queen. This sounds like a fucking Hallmarks movie. But it's, but it's Harlequin, so it's going to be porn, so I don't know. I mean, sorry, I, I just, I really don't know. Is it going to be good? Is it crap? It's probably going to be crap, but part of me is like, I want to read this to see what the hell happens. I don't know. Uh, anyway, blarg. Anyway, um, finally, last bit of news. This year's seventh issue of Kurancho's Morning Magazine featured the return of the Oh My Kanbu manga, uh, last Thursday, with the serialization of the new Oh My Kanga middle manga. Now, the original creators, Yasushi Akimoto and Takahiro Kamiya, are once again returning to supervise and draw the manga respectively. Now, for those of you who don't know, Oh My, Kan- oh My Kanbu is a gourmet manga centered on Konbu, a boy who helps out in his father's restaurant. Now, in the new manga, Konbu is now a middle-aged man, and he's still experimenting and trying different foods. And this manga ran in Kodansha's Comic Bonbon and Deluxe Bonbon magazine from 1990 to 1994 with 12 volumes. And it was written by Yosuke Akimoto. And this is the same person who had later produced the AKB48 Idol Group. And that's kind of cool. And he wrote the story. And that is the manga news for the week. If you found any of these interesting, let me know which is the one that you were most intrigued by. Uh, mine was definitely the award winners, but also the fact that we're getting apparently a Harlequin. That's kind of mind boggling. But anyway, let's get to the manga view at hand, because if you remember the last episode, I spun that one, that only the wheel of manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Makoto Fukami and illustrated by Sego Tokia. This is published by Square Enix and released over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. It is a Senen series that is also an action magical girl military manga that originally came out June 2015 to present. There are 13 volumes and there's four volumes out right now, I believe. And the manga we're talking about is Maho Shoujo Tukushusen Asuka or Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka. 
Now, this series is completely fucking insane with the concept, but follow me here. So, in the past, about three years ago, a dangerous race of beings known as the Dissus attacked. Now, the Dissus are evil beings that look mysterious, and they're invading Earth secretly. So, how do they invade Earth? Well, they look like super cute little plushes that kill things. So, they look cute, but they do horrific, horrible things. And because they're attacking Earth, spirits from another world formed an alliance with us and granted certain girls the power to become magical girls to fight them. So these magical girls are essentially conscripted to the army to fight these monsters and save the day. And they did not go well because when we first meet our first character, she's all happy like, I'm going to save the day and kick butt with my special powers. And then you see her a year later and she looks like shit. She has gone through hell. Um, it is a fight between the Lord of the Deus and the surviving members of the Magical Girls. And you see that there's five of them there. And they said, we started out with nine. There's five of us there. And you see military around. Military individuals have been hurt. You have one guy whose arm is missing who says his arm got blown off, but the drugs are helping him out. He's like, we have all this technology, but we can't fight these monsters, so these girls have to deal with it? This sucks. So these five girls, known as the Magical Five, have to save the day against this monster. And with their battle cry of, he who laughs loudest, or laughs last, he who laughs last, laughs loudest, they defeat the monster or attack the monster. And now it's three years later. And after three years against the Deuses, one of the major magical girls in the group of the five girls, Asuka Otori, is trying to live a normal life. She has, it's been three years, she's done with this shit. She's just trying to live a new life. She's transferred to a new school and she's just trying to fit in. Doesn't want anything to do with any of the magical life that's going on. Her other compatriots, each one's doing something different. Her best friend... Um, who is named uh, Kurumi, is working in the magical um, experimentation department. She's doing research. Uh, one of them, Mia Cyrus, or Just Cause Mia, who's like the American of the group, she is doing raids with the NSA and the CIA. So that's her job. The other two, no one knows what happened to. But Asuka's like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm no longer um, Rapture Asuka. I'm just... Asuka. However, like any really good cop story or military story, she gets pulled back in because the deuses show up again and something weird is going on. So she is dragged back into the, the front. And the reason why is because she's made some new friends and then things happen. Um, but to explain the first volume, what happens is she's in a new school and she has two new friends, two new girls she's met. One of them is named Sayoko Hata. And she's a super nice, cute, peppy girl with glasses. And then there's her best friend who's dark-skinned and kind of cool, Nozomi Makima, who's all about sports, 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 sports. And they like Asuka. They don't know that she's a magical girl. They want her to be their friend. Uh, Nozomi wants her to join the track team because track's awesome. And Sayako says, why don't you join the literary club? We can read books and relax. Because Asuka reads books to escape what's going on because she has severe PTSD. Like, she'll be walking down the street and see someone in a mascot costume and think for a second that that is the Deus about to kill somebody. So she's 
completely just stressed out and psychotic. And what happens is she's just living her life. And then something happens where a guy escapes from a military prison van, jumps out and he starts shooting people and Sayako falls over. And she's going to be killed unless someone saves her. And you know who saves her? Asuka says, screw it, gets in her, uses her powers, turns into the magical girl, and then proceeds to save her friend. And then because this guy shot at her friend, she proceeds to cut his legs off and kill three people. This is not the, I'm going to use my magical powers, it's going to shoot magic light at you. No. Asuka's weapon is a uh, combate, which is like a Middle Eastern dagger that's curved and she that's her her charm to change to another thing and she kills this guy and because of this she ends up getting back in the game and it turns out that the deuses are back because they've made an alliance with a mysterious person known only as queen or um what's her her other name it's brigadier and she's causing problems with her fake magical girl named pink pick scissors abby and I'm going to be honest right now. This has a very intriguing hook to it because it takes the steps that Madoka Magica did where it's, we're going to take the magical girl concept and flip it on its head and this completely changes it to what is the psychological aspects of being a magical girl do? Like, for example, in Sailor Moon, she dies. Straight up, uh, uh, Usagi and all the girls die and then they come back. And then Usagi has to wake up and be like, Oh no, we have to fight again. I didn't want to deal with this again. I just want to be a normal person. And they have one episode of her just freaking out about it. But this is all the other elements about what's going on in your head. And it's kind of crazy. And that is a cool element of this. However, the first volume just deals with her. It's got one, it's got, was it, seven pages about her in the war. Like first, the first page is her first appearance and her kicking butt. Then it shows her at the end of the war, and then it's just her in school until the last five pages. And usually the anticipation builds, and you're excited, and you're intrigued. This, I wasn't, I was like, this is dry and taking too long. I mean, I get that you're trying to humanize her, but, and especially for the amount of time they spend, because there's a really cool story arc two volumes down. So in volume three, there's a cool story arc. But it takes three volumes to get there. So this is a slow burn. And the art style is pretty well done. It's well composed. It's got great shading to it. And the characters all are unique. And they're all very different. They're all very nuanced in their design and in their personalities. Um, When we learn about the other girls, each one is so different. And it's not like, hey, Sailor Venus looks exactly like Sailor Mars except they changed their hair. No, it's... Just Cause Mia is completely different than War Nurse Kurumi, and their powers are completely different. Like, Kurumi is the healer of the group. She has a giant syringe, but she's not just the healer of the group. You find out that because she likes Asuka, and she doesn't want Asuka to feel bad because Asuka has so much, you know, emotional trauma, Kurumi has become the torture specialist of the group. She kidnaps people and tortures them to get information out. It's kind of horrifying. I... Here's the deal. 
the concept is really solid. It's it's very different. You have a setup group that's against them, and there's a lot of components which work to fit in it. You have mysterious characters that are introduced and hinted at, and they grow them. You have different type of weapons. You have the fact that it is a, a world where magic and science work in tandem. You have the alternate dimensions. And you I didn't even get into the fact that one of the reasons why Asuka is so messed up is because the bad guys found out her identity and they kidnapped her parents and are sending her packages with parts of her parents in them just to psychologically fuck with her. So she is a mess. And just all the little things like her one of her friends gets kidnapped and then becomes pathologically afraid of people, of magical girls. Like she thinks that they're going to hurt her. So to save her life, to make sure she has a normal life, they have to wipe her memory of all the stuff that happened so that Asuka now has the fact that she can't click close to this girl because this girl will go crazy if she does. It's got guilt upon guilt upon guilt on it, and it's fascinating, but it does get a little much. And more importantly, it takes a while to get there. It takes two volumes to get there, and I don't think... like. I am willing to read multiple volumes because I'm a crazy person. I love manga. But your average reader, that first volume is not going to sell you on it. I mean, the first part, first chapter, yeah. But then it's going, you're going 90 miles an hour, and then you're suddenly traveling at 3 miles an hour until the last page we go 90 again. It's very inconsistent in its tone and its shift. However, if you are willing to give it that extra oomph, if you're able to give it more volumes... The series is very meticulous in their appreciation for the military concept. Because Asuka actually is a ranked military officer. All these girls are military officers or assassins. And each one does their own. They're all working for their cause. Um, Just Cause Mia, her power is that she's able to see through walls and she can any weapon she touches turns into a super gun. That's her power. And also she does shields, which all the girls do because they all have magic abilities plus their magic item, which is used in creative and disturbing ways. As a magical series, I think this fails horribly. Uh, It doesn't get to the point quick, and it's super slow. For that reason, it gets knocked down a point. However, if you're looking at an examination of unhealthy behavior after having dealt with so much traumatic events in your life... That gives it a point because it's just an interesting look into the head of, of a character. It does kind of drop that a little bit once it gets into the main story. And then it becomes, a, oh, we have a bad guy. Fight the bad guy. Get more power. Lose power. There's a heist. This is happening. That's happening. We're going to introduce a character who's going to fight them who's a pre-made magical girl who's completely crazy. Then another girl who has a fake leg, which looks kind of cool. It just, the tone shifts so much after the first. So, for that reason, I'm going to have to give this a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but it is, in the end, forgettable. It's got so many great (coughs) elements to it. And just, it seems to, one, it jumbles it up after a little bit of time. But more importantly than that, it just, if it was just released one volume and you had to wait a year, you would not pick this back up. You would forget about this. You have to read volumes one and two for it to be worth getting.
And that's the thing. Similar to how I talked about um, Sadako, where it's $15 for that short period of time, and I couldn't really say it's worth it. This is a similar situation where you got to spend $30 to get to the point, or you just skip the first volume and read volume two. And that's kind of, for me, it's a little bit of sin to do that because manga should be read in order. But yeah, that's my thoughts on this. It's There are great elements to it. It stumbles too much, and it's not greatness yet. It's good. It just, it needs to be fixed. And the fixing, you just can't look, you can't ignore it. You can't ignore the little things. I will say, though, for anyone who's a mech fan, though, one of the coolest characters is in this is a guy who has magical armor, which is keeping him alive. And he's a little kid who's wearing super, like, imagine wearing the Hulkbuster outfit but you're a little kid and you're missing half your body. That's one of the characters in this. Oh, I've completely forgot. This is gory as all hell. They don't shy away from this. This isn't, you're going to turn into magic dust. This is, there's going to be blood. There's going to be gore. If Asuka cuts a guy with her blade, like when she's trying to get past them, just does the ninja quick flash cuts, they're going to fall into 20 pieces. It's gory and gross. And just very vulgar at times. It's not like Pipochu, which is vulgar to be vulgar, but it's... So yeah, we're checking out. So if you've read this and you disagree with me, or you agree with me, email me, xanatspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. So now, that that's out of the way, uh, first off, thank you guys for l- sticking around and listening. I really appreciate it. I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. Remember to like and subscribe. And now let's get to the part... That is a lot of fun for me, and that's the manga releases for the week. And this is for January 19th, and I've got to say, we've got over 70 titles this week. And wow. Some are good, some are bad, and some are questionable. So, starting from the top, we have Ascentor's Life, Volume 19, Adachi and Shimamura, Volume 1, Angels of Death, Volume 11, Opossum, Volume 6, Asadora Volume 1. So if you are a fan of Naoki Urasawa, Asadora has finally come out. I'm excited for that one. Uh, Beastars Volume 10. Uh, Children of the Whales Volume 16. Cirque du Freak, the manga adaptation, is coming out. I don't know who's releasing this, but I'm betting you it's Tokyo Pop. <laughs> anyway, uh, Classroom of the Elite, the light novel, Volume 7. Uh, Combatants will be dispatched, Volume Four. Dead, dead demons, did destruction, Volume Nine. Dear Norman, Volume One. Death March: The Parallel World Rhapsody, Volume Ten. Delicious in Dungeon, so Dungeon Men, she's back, Volume Nine. It's been a while since so we've heard about them. Gigant, Volume Four. Golden Japonesque, A Splendid Yokohama Romance, Volume One, and Golden Japonesque, Yokohama. Karentan, Volume 1. Grim Reaper and Four Girlfriends, the manga. Hakumi and Mikochi, Tiny Little Life in the Woods, Volume 8. Heaven's Design Team, Volume 3. Hell's Parade, Jigokuraku, Volume 6. Heterogenea Linguistico, Volume 2. High School DXD, Volume 2, The Light Novel. High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World, Volume 3. I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 9. I'm Great Priest Imhotep, Volume 7, 
Interspecies Reviewers, the comic anthology. Yeah, I don't know why that series is still sticking around. But anyway, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon on the side? Sword or Tori, volume 14, the manga. I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level, volume 9. King of the Labyrinth, volume 1, the light novel. Kingdom Hearts 3, the novel, volume 3, which is a light novel. Night of the Ice, volume 5. Kuma 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 Bear, the manga, volume 4. Life Lessons with Uramachi Onisan, volume 2. Living Room Matsunaga-san, volume 6. Mama Akuma, volume 1. Mint Chocolate, volume 1. The next one I am super excited for, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, volume 15. Monster Girl Doctor, the light novel, volume 7. For those of you who are fans of Monsume and you want to read monster stuff. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected, Volume 10.5, The Light Novel. ReZero Starting in Another World, Chapter 4, Volume 1, The Manga. ReZero Starting Life in Another World, Chapter 4, The Sanctuary and the Witch of Greed, Volume 1, The Manga. Real Account 12-14. through 14. Rosie in the Labyrinth, Volume 1. Sasuke and Miyano, Volume 1. Solo Leveling, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Strike the Blood, Volume 17, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, the light, uh, Volume 21, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, Progressive Barcola of Froth, Volume 2, The Manga. Tamocho Chan's of Fox, Volume 1. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Volume 10, The Light Novel. The Ancient Megas Bride, Jack Flash and the Fairy Case Files, Volume 2. The Asterisk Wars, Volume 15, The Light Novel. The Dark History of the Reincarnated Villainous, Volume 1. The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, the manga, Volume 2. The Melancholy of Haruhi Susumiya, the light novel. The Sigh of Haruhi Susumiya, the light novel. So, Haruhi has been released again, so if you do not have Haruhi Susumiya, get it now. It is now officially available. I think I have my original light novel somewhere. Anyway. The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World as an Aristocrat, Volume 1, the manga. The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World, Volume 1, the manga. The World's Strongest Rearguard, Labyrinth Country's Novice Seeker, Volume 3. Toilet-Bound Hanako-kun, Volume 7. Trinity 7, Volume 22. Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, Volume 4, the light novel. Wave, Listen to Me. Volume 5. And then finally, we have Weathering With You, Volume 2, the manga. And if you haven't seen Weathering With You, I highly recommend it. We reviewed it last year on uh, the Spyrokin movie review as a mini movie review. And it's now available on HBO Max. If you have not watched this, it is an amazing film. It is well done and it is picturesque with a very unique message to it. Um, So... That's all the manga that were taught that were released this week. Which are the ones that you're interested in, or which ones are you horrified by? For me, the ones that I'm interested in are Wave Listen to You, The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Other World's Aristocrat, The Melancholy of Haruhi Susumiya, Tamo Chan's of Fox, Solo Leveling, uh, ReZero, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, Mint Chocolate, Life Lessons with Oromachi Onisan, Kuma 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 Bear. I know I hated the manga, but my novel is actually not that bad. Um, I've been killing slimes for 300 years. Um, uh, Heaven's Design Team, uh, Gigant, Dear Norman, uh, Delicious in Dungeon. 
I want to check out uh, Cirque du Freak because such a good book series and a weird movie, so the manga might be good. Um, Beastars and then Azadora because, let's be honest, Azadora is like one of the missing Urasawa manga to come out, so I'm excited for that. So let me know what you guys are interested in, and you can email me at zan at spyarkin.com or tweet me at spyarkin. Also, you can leave comments on our official site at www.spyarkin.com underneath this uh article and now i think that's everything except for that part you've all been waiting for and what am i talking about i'm talking about that one that only the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin this Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, whatever manga is connected to that slot, is the manga I review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. And I'm excited because we've got some great titles on here, and three of them were released this week with new issues. So let's see what I'm going to review in the next episode. I'm excited for two of them. Let's see. Number seven. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're actually going to be reviewing a suggested manga by someone from our Discord site. Yes, this is one that has been recommended and asked for. And this is for a user named Yojimbo Koike. And what is the manga that I'm going to be reviewing? It is one which is created by Kazuo Koike, that lovely, insane person. And what is the name of this title? It is Wounded Man. Now, if you've never read Wounded Man before, well, be prepared. This is old school and completely fucking insane. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. It makes Crying Freeman look like a normal, everyday manga. So, looks like I'm doing Wounded Man next episode. So, I think that's it for this episode. As usual, listeners, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, I got to figure out something to call you guys because everyone's doing things like they're that their listeners or viewers are their fam or their their beautiful bastards or their something. What do you guys want to be called? Do you want to be just the Sparkanites? Do you want to be the society? Because originally this was the society providing information. So are you a society? You want to be part of the society? Do you want to be? What do you guys want to be? Let me know. Email me, zansparkin.com, or I'll put it on our Discord so go to our Discord and vote on it. And that's tinyurl.com forward slash S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Check out our Discord and let me know what you think. Anyway, enough of that. So hope you guys enjoy. Check out our episodes. I'm excited because next week we've got, besides our uh, TV Tuesday, where we're going to be talking about WandaVision 2 and 3. I know I split it up weird, but whatever. Talk about Prodigal Son, talk about Snowpiercer and some other TV shows. Also going to be, well, doing some manga and talking about Kazuo Koike again. So, see how it goes. Let me know what you guys think. As usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See ya. See ya.